The future of healthcare is here. At Change Healthcare, we're partnering with Luma Health to co-develop a one-stop shop, end-to-end patient engagement platform that integrates with our existing provider revenue cycle solutions to create a cohesive journey for patients. Together, we're helping providers streamline communication, access, and ease of care for their patients in order to provide a stellar patient experience and improve business outcomes for their organization. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Changing Healthcare, a podcast about accelerating transformation. I'm Patrick Drury, Vice President of Product at Change Healthcare. Today, I have the pleasure of sitting down with Adnan Iqbal, co-founder and CEO of Luma Health, a company that is changing the way patients engage with the healthcare system. Founded on the idea that healthcare should work better for all patients, Luma Health's digital solutions help streamline patient-provider communications and drive increased revenues. In our conversation, Adnan tells us more about the goals and work of Luma Health, and we'll also discuss an exciting new partnership with Change Healthcare to seamlessly connect every touch point across the patient journey. Welcome, Adnan. Why don't you uh, tell us about Luma Health and for those who might not be aware of your company's mission? Hey, Patrick. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm super excited for us to hang today. So Luma was, uh, was, was launched a little close to eight years ago, and it really started with a super simple problem that I'd experienced uh, as a patient and uh, the Shafina Gram, just T as we lovingly call him, experience as a provider. And so the fun fact here is T and I were college roommates as undergrads, and we reconnected many, many years ago when he was finishing up his fellowship in cardiac imaging at Stanford Hospital, and I was finishing up business school there. And we were looking at all the different pain points, challenges, and efficiencies in healthcare, and there's tons for us to, to, to look at and be a part of help solving. But again, we really gravitated to something we'd experienced firsthand. It's something all of us have experienced as patients or caregivers or loved ones of people who are patients. And you know, very simply, it's needing healthcare can be hard, but getting healthcare should be easy. And unfortunately, for the vast majority of folks, that's not true. It's actually quite challenging. And that's exactly what we experienced, where I was trying to get in for something as simple as a imaging exam for a sports injury. And I was looking at a three-week wait time before I could even actually just get in, right? And so that's a very common experience. That's really where we began. It's looking at, hey, why is it so difficult for people just to be able to get into the care they need? And then for those who have a more complex care journey, who need to navigate a set of interconnected appointments, multiple appointments, need to bring different pieces of information with them. How do we make sure that we can guide them effectively, right? And so that's really where it all began was, how do we make it easy for people to get in for the care they need with the right doctor, the right care team at the right time in the right way? And then equally important, how do we make sure they come back and keep coming back for the care they need? And all of us, of course, have our own unique healthcare journey and, and, and will be in our patients at any given time. Got it. Yeah, so interesting. And like you said, um, each of us have the benefit of also having having been patients before and pretty much universally, everybody has their own story similar to yours. I think mine, as I think through it, when I was recently moved and relocated and was introducing my daughter to a new pediatrician and I was just hit with mountains of paperwork that I had to fill out multiple times. My daughter's kind of crawling all over the waiting room and it's just total chaos. And kind of dawned on me as I was, you know, as we, this was around when we first met, how big of a problem this is and how some of these pain points that we're experiencing as a patient really doesn't have to be this way. And we can really make big impact by thinking about the patient's perspective. 
Yeah, absolutely. We, we often talk about, you know, frame it as a patient uh, or their loved one today really has to be their own patient success champion, right? To do exactly what you were doing for your daughter, right? To navigate the change in your life, the finding a provider, ensuring you can get in, doing all things you need to be able to do, making sure the records come with you, all those things. But we find the reality is healthcare itself wants to be a part of that patient success equation. Uh, the reality is just the, the tools, the systems, the processes that are there today don't allow for that to happen. I think that's really where the opportunity is. And that's, of course, what we're really excited about at Luma. And of course, uh, excited about working together with Change On. Got it. Yeah. And, and just building off that more, I think you you mentioned as far as being you know engagement, this idea of engagement and helping people with access to care. But why is it? Can you kind of you know, drill in a little bit more as far as why is it so critical to providing the best health care? And then, you know, through the lens of how is Luma Health specifically helping people to drive that that engagement? Yeah, absolutely. And I think you and I have chatted about uh, how engagement is the word that's used, but really isn't the right word, right? No patient wants to be engaged. People want to be helped. They want to be guided. They want to get to the doctor to get to the desired health outcome. And it really starts with access, 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 right? It's um, if you can't get in and if you can't come back, and if that's really, really challenging to navigate everything between, it becomes very challenging to just get your journey started, right? And I'll, really, I'll, I'll use a real example. We were with a very highly regarded academic medical center uh, a couple of weeks ago, and they have the best providers, right? They have the best specialists truly leading edge technology, like all the resources one can imagine. And everyone knows of that academic medical center and that geography is like, this is the best place for us to get our care. And it's all types of specialty care, right? If I need the best oncology care, if I need the best podiatric surgeon, and if I need the best endocrinologist, like this is where I want to go. And the system uh, being quite self-aware, right? And now having spent time looking at this, this, these underlying problems, they describe themselves as we're like a castle, right? Uh, and the patient or their family or their loved ones uh, really have to breach all these different moats and all these different challenges to essentially get over the walls and get into the castle. And once they're in, then they have a phenomenal experience. They get the best care possible and they get to the best health outcomes possible. But we've made it so difficult for our community, our people, our patients to surmount right all these different uh, things that get in the way of being able to just get into care, right? And we in healthcare talk about that as access, but for just people, right? It's like, I just need to be able to get to my doctor. I just need to get a hold of someone and get the answers that I need, right? And that often is incredibly challenging. And, and I thought that analogy they used um, was one, quite self-aware, and two, is true across every spectrum of healthcare, right? That if it is a challenge for people just to be able to get a hold of you, just to be able to get their questions answered, just to be able to be self-serve, right? Be self-sufficient, I should say. Like Just like we are in every other aspect of our life, to be able to click around, find the information they need, click to schedule, and then be well-prepared to get in for care. But we make that quite difficult in healthcare uh, for people. That's very true. Um, and again, like as I think about it, as I've, you know, as we've been working through this partnership and, and working on our joint offering, again, think about, you know, the comparison back to to open table, like right for, for restaurants um, and thinking about, you know, scheduling in that manner. It's a little, you know, comparison sort of trite and a little old, but, but I think it's true. You know, it's very similar, which is the restaurant business sort of thinks about no shows, cancellations as part of the business model. And same as that parallel exists and existed and exists to this day in healthcare, but it doesn't have to be that way. And I think that's, 
that's one I think you know as we've you know learned more about um, your your you know technology and, and your approach, it's it's really kind of helping people see that there are tools scheduling and then the you know sort of the the wait list capability that that you're you're providing that um, you don't have to you know take some of that erosion of of your schedule. You you should have your doctors operating at top of license. And so there are ways that you can continue to have that that schedule full and make things more consumer friendly. And the final point I'd make on that one is, and you mentioned it earlier, which is the lead time to get into healthcare is so long um, today for various reasons that oftentimes, and I think about my personal experience, when I schedule something, I don't really care. Uh, I'm just looking to get on the schedule. I don't know what my calendar is going to look like three to four weeks from now, uh, where, you know, uh, I think both of us probably have similar calendars, you know, very, you know pr- uh, busy professionally, have small children, you know, that kind of bleeds into the personal life. And so I just don't really know. And I just need to get on the schedule. But then as I approach that appointment, I want to need to be you know made aware of it again, uh, that it is approaching. And then two, as life happens, uh, I need to be able to sort of dynamically move around as, you know, to, to kind of make it work for me. Otherwise, it would ultimately end and uh, result in a cancellation. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, you're spot on here, right? That patients are people and they're looking to be guided, right? And the analogy you use with whether it's the example of making a restaurant reservation or getting some financial advice from your bank or financial planner or having a question answered about uh, a recent shopping order you just made, right? Simple things that we do hundreds of times in a day or week all those things are meeting us where we are and they are really focused on guiding us to whatever the desired end outcome is. Right. And I think we have the same opportunity here in healthcare and that's really our focus uh, at Luma. And what that means is we need to think about not just single interactions with patients, whether it's, Oh, this patient needs to get an appointment scheduled. Oh, this patient needs to have a question answered. Oh, this patient needs to come back. Oh, this patient was referred. Right. Those are all true statements and those are all true challenges that patients and loved ones have to deal with. But really the focus for us at Luma has been, how do we think about the entire patient journey? And every patient has a unique journey and it'll ebb and flow and change over the course of time. But how do we think of the access and operational journey? How do we think of the patient's clinical journey? And then equally important, how do we think of the patient's financial journey, right? Because a patient doesn't break those apart and think about, okay, like this is part A, this is part B. It's like, what was my experience? And what was my journey in total? And that's really the focus. It's, you know, you asked about like, what do we deliver today to the market? It's exactly the patient success platform to help a health system that wants to be a part of that patient success equation to really own and automate the entire patient journey. Access and operational. How do I get in? How do I come back? How do I get the right information? How do I bring the right information? How do I supply the right information to get to the care that I need and to get to the right care quickly? The clinical elements. How do I understand before, during, between, and after an appointment unique to my diagnosis, my care plan, my care journey, what I need to be doing and how I should be prepared accordingly. And then of course, financial, right? All of us as people, and again, I use the word people on purpose, not patients, are paying for more and more of our healthcare. And we're often not making healthcare decisions not just based on the actual need, but cost, convenience, and then need. So then looking at, hey, what's traditionally back office and behind the scenes and really manifesting it earlier. So a person can make an effective decision knowing that's without a pocket cost. Do I have the right insurance? Am I eligible, et cetera? And so that's really the focus. It's using technology, right? Real-time, automated, text-first, multilingual, 30-plus language out of the box, an intelligent set of conversational capabilities, but really across the entire breadth of the patient's journey. 
to be able to effectively guide a patient and loved one at any given point along wherever they are and depending on the type of care they need at that point and the care they'll need in the future. Got it. And sort of segue, it's a nice segue into our next question I have for you. And you even hit on a little bit of it as far as, you know, how we as as people and are the way we interact with the world around us and technology has changed as well as we as patients navigating healthcare might not have changed, but it's evolving, right? Or we're learning more and we're figuring out more about how we should be interacting with healthcare. And so you've been on this journey for a while. And, and I think I'd be curious to your thoughts. How have patient engagement and patient needs o- across the last 5, 10, you know, 15 years changed from that point to now? And, and maybe if you could tackle it from both a technology perspective and a patient need perspective. Yeah, for sure. You know, I think the, the important thing is, is patient needs haven't changed, right? Patient needs have, have, have been the same. I think what's what's evolved and what's changed, especially over the past, call it 24 to 36 months, is really healthcare's own technology and digital transformation, right? We often hear from our own health system customers and partners, leaders uh, at different types of health organizations that really use the words that hey, we can no longer be healthcare organizations that are engaged in digital transactions with our patients. Rather than now talk about, we need to be a digital company that is in the service of delivering the best care to our customers, right? So really important shift in terms of the words and and, and the nouns uh, and the adjectives used there, right? Where we're finding that technology is now becoming part and parcel of how a health system, a clinic network, a physician's office, really think about meeting patients, their customers, where they are, right? And I think there's there's a realization underneath that. One, patients know how to use technology. Text is best. It works phenomenally well across age group, demographic, socioeconomic status. It's just something we all use. And it's a channel that has very low friction. People feel comfortable with it, right? So if we look at just something, something simple as telehealth and video visits over the past uh, 24 months, right? We've really seen from a patient perspective, it was fairly easy to adopt. For a health system or a clinic or a clinic network, yeah, there was real change there, right? In terms of being able to not just purchase or use the technology, but how do you then embed it into your underlying workflows? How do you make it easy for providers to engage with it? How do you make it easy for patients to know what's the difference between a telehealth visit versus a video visit versus an in-person visit and how should they prepare accordingly, right? And so I think it's, the patient needs have not changed. I think if anything, it's, we can triple underline the fact that patients want healthcare to meet them where they are on the channel that works best for them, when they need it, how they need it, and they wanna be well-informed and well-prepared so they can make the right decision in terms of who they pick, where they get care and what they do going forward. And of course, that they're guided, right? Any even point along the way. So I think that's table stakes. And then I think from a technology standpoint, the big shift and I think the big set of learnings over the past two to three years has been technology on its own is insufficient. We really need to be thinking about how do we automate the underlying workflows? Sticking band-aids on different pain points at any given point along the patient journey is impactful and helpful, but really what we're seeing is folks step back and say, okay, I have all these technology investments. I have my electronic health record. I have my call center. I have my video visit and telehealth capability, I have revenue cycle capability, I have payments capabilities, I have uh, remote patient monitoring capabilities. And really what we're hearing from our customers, right, our patients is that, can you help us harmonize this experience? Can you help us be more effectively guided, right? Can you really help us get to the level of success we need? And 
the way that CIOs, CMIOs, chief transformation officers, chief marketing officers, CFOs, revenue cycle leaders that helps us for thinking about this is like, hey, we need to step back and think about, okay, we have our core health IT investments. These are our systems of record. How do we think of partnering with someone who will be our system of action, our patient success platform that sits on top and not just this great technology that's easy for patients to use, easy for our staff to use, but equally important, deeply integrates into our core systems of record, right? And then hand in hand helps orchestrate and automate all the different workflows that can be super generic or could be super, super specific, right? For any given patient provider interaction at any given time. And I think that's really the big shift that we've seen. And I think that ultimately uh, is what um, will truly leave a lasting impact and change in the way how care is delivered and how health systems really become a part of that total patient success equation, not just about when a patient's in front of them or a patient's engaging with the message, but really thinking about the total journey. Yeah, I uh, couldn't agree more on that on that final point. I think, you know, in my career and time in, in healthcare technology, as I've kind of observed how technology is consumed by provider organizations, it's, you know, very early on, you know, call it 10 or 15 years ago when technology was you know, relatively still new to healthcare organizations, it was, I have a point solution, let's, let's implement a, a, or I have a point problem, let me implement a point solution. But now, you know, as time has, has kind of moved, moved forward, I talked to an organization the other day that they said, you know, I have 160 different vendors and technologies that are implemented. And then, you know, many of them now can air quotes, engage a patient Right. We don't need another uh, partner who can engage a patient. We need somebody who can make it all work. Right. And, and that I think and we'll talk a little bit more about the partnership. But I, I think that's a big thing that I think I'm both observing as far as the shift in, in sort of our, our engagement you know, needs, technology needs and where we are now. Spot on. I, I think I think I think that's totally spot on. Yeah. And then the other point I would hit on and this is a again, back to sort of the the rev cycle almost it's a rev cycle perspective but it's you know from a patient standpoint it's so 10 or 15 years ago we were focused on helping patients understand that they do have a financial obligation and then first understanding that that obligation exists then understanding you know how much that would be and now fast forward 10 or 15 years now now it's generally people understand that they do have a financial obligation but they they need help absolutely not everybody can afford that and they need help. And then, you know, that's the part where leveraging technology like Luma Health, you can identify those patients early on and then, you know, be able to reach them in order to sort of drive awareness around the things that can help them pay down that balance. So then they don't go and, you know, take on medical debt for getting the healthcare that they need. And so that's, you know, kind of how I see uh, the last you know, 5, 10, 15 years evolving. Absolutely. Do you have more to, to add there? Yeah, I think I think just 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 real quick observation based on what you shared, you're spot on in that you know the, the common phrases we hear is oh, here are we're moving away from a best in breed point solution approach to integrated systems approach. We're looking to harmonize an end to end patient experience. We're looking to deliver a stitch together patient journey. Right? We want to enable our patient uh, or customer to really be able to navigate care for themselves and their family across the entire journey. Right? So those are. Those are common phrases and refrains we're hearing from every level of healthcare and really every type of leader, right? That's, that's just not just limited to a 
patient experience officer or a strategy officer, that's now coming from the CIO, the CMIO, the director of operations, the access team, the marketing team, right? The, the revenue cycle team, that's becoming a common, common refrain across, across the spectrum, which is really exciting. And I think what that requires is one, and this shift you touched upon is already happening, is understanding the patient as a customer and thinking about your technology investments, not from one and done point solution frame, but really what is a connected set of solutions and then three, really, it's thinking about not just technology, but being able to automate and orchestrate the underlying workflows, uh, right? Because without that workflow automation, it's just technology, and it won't have the impact either for patients or customers, either for staff and either for providers. And ultimately, that's what everyone's looking to, to drive for. Makes sense. Yeah. And uh, for the longest time, you know, I think the, at least in the in the revenue cycle, there wasn't much thought put into how the patients got there. Uh, they were just there for sure. Right. They were on the schedule and you work them until they get in. And so I think now we're sort of evolving our way of thinking to how do patients access, how do we even, how do patients even decide they need care uh, and how do they decide to see us? And then how do we make that journey once they're on the schedule uh, more seamless and to drive those successful outcomes that you're talking about? Okay, and so I'd like to talk a little bit more about you know the partnership uh, that that we established. And, you know, we made an announcement back uh, a few months ago here around the the strategic partnership that you know between Luma Health and Change Healthcare. And I just you know, can you share just background for the listeners on how we met, why we decided to partner together, and what makes you excited about this this unique partnership? Yeah, absolutely. So, no secret, we're super pumped, and I think our partnership really allows us to truly impact that patient journey across all those different areas, right? Access and operational, clinical, and especially financial. And so where our journeys began together as healthcare technology companies uh, really looking to make it easy for patients to get to care and keep coming back for care. And I think from the earliest days, that unifying focus on changing the way patients interact with healthcare, changing the way patients get to the desired health outcome, that was very clear that he has two organizations Change, of course, being a much larger organization, well-established, been around for a long, long time, really a leader in all things revenue cycle management and the financial journey side of the house. And Luma, that was, of course, much earlier in our journey, but moving quickly, delivering lots of uh, product and platform to be able to impact the patient journey, that there was clear alignment in terms of, hey, we have a shared mission and vision, right? And at the end of the day, it's how do we make it easy for people to get the healthcare they need and to keep coming back? And I think from our earliest interactions, that was clear. And where our, where our desire to spend time with the change team really started with was, hey, we're not experts on the patient's financial journey, right? What we've become experts on is the patient's access and operational journey, their clinical journey, and increasingly we're finding at every touch point, the patients are telling us, the health system are telling us that hey, the financial elements matter too. And so we really needed to get smart on all things revenue cycle management and all things patient financial experience, as well as the health system underbelly of how the dollars flow and how financings work. And that's really where we sought out the best partner, the best leader in the space. And, and that was very clearly uh, Change Healthcare. And I, like I mentioned, it started with just clear alignment on, hey, we're not just experts in our domain, but we're aligned in terms of the impact that we want to make as individual organizations and really then the opportunity to do it collectively and really amplify that impact. So that was one. Two was there really being just strong product, right? Both internal health system facing, patient facing in terms of the very core things, expected out-of-pocket cost, 
eligibility, verification, et cetera, clearance, right? Like just core components. Uh, we found that there's real product here and we're really impressed uh, by Change Healthcare's product teams, engineering teams in terms of what they had already delivered and then really what was on the roadmap. And similar to Luma, a desire for speed to impact, right? That let's actively build solutions, let's actively solve problems uh, that will become real products that will be directly impacting underlying workflows, the patient experience, the desired end outcome, et cetera. And then lastly, I'd say it's, it was just, we all work really well together, right? Like these, we're all good nerds uh, solving really, really hard problems in a really, really hard space. And there was just great energy in terms of the ability to not just have the ideas, but then follow it through and, and uh, get it done, right? And so I think that's what has been really exciting over the, the past uh, 12 to 18 months as we've worked towards a partnership and then, you know, now that we're we're here, we're in it, we're live, we're actively running, we're already seeing the results, right? In terms of how do we really think about helping people make good decisions that are the right healthcare decision in terms of being able to get to the care they need, the right care with the right provider that gets them onto the right plan, that they stick to that plan. And of course, that they feel comfortable, well-educated and know exactly when they're signing up for that plan, that provider, that course of action, that they know what they're going to be paying for, that they understand how it'll all work, that if they need help, right, that there's help available to them, be it in the guise of financial counseling, be it some sort of, um, you know, payment plans, what have you, that all those things are there. And that's happening earlier, right, as a person is making healthcare decisions, not something that they have to navigate after the fact. And I think that's super, super impactful and will become just increasingly more so, right, just as we think of it looking forward, there is more healthcare demand and need than there are providers like full stop, right? If we look at an area like mental health, everyone is acutely aware of how true that is. And then the sub that the kind of the, the flip side of that coin is there's also just not enough dollars to pay for all that healthcare, right? And at the end of the day, people are paying for more than healthcare. The government, of course, is, is, is shouldering a fair amount of that financial responsibility, but technology really allows us to be able to deliver more care to more people at a far more effective price and in a way that really benefits everyone, right? And makes everyone an informed stakeholder that can get to and make the right decisions. And that that's really, really exciting. And I think we've seen that in other parts of our life. And I'm really excited to see that happening now in healthcare. Yeah, totally agree. And, and you know, the one thing I would just, you know, I don't have to double down on, you know, all of the points that you made, but I think for the listeners to, you know, if you think about one thing that, you know, the way that our industry looks at patient engagement, that's kind of indicative of, Really, the different way that the Luma Change Healthcare teams are trying to approach it is there's really it's thought of today as patient engagement or patient financial engagement, right? The two distinct things, which has always been crazy to me. It's because, like, at the end of the day, the the patient has one experience going through healthcare and navigating healthcare, and so I think that's where that sort of mutual recognition of domain expertise between between Luma and what you've been doing to date, and and then change where we've been focused. And really kind of bringing the two together to try to solve that on behalf of the patient, I think, is really what makes me excited about it. And, and again, I, I think it comes out of this, this total respect for your you know, journey and what you've been doing. Uh, and, and I, you know, I, I don't pretend to be an expert in, the, in that domain. And I think we don't have to because I think we have found a great partner that looks at technology and uh, in the, you know, the healthcare space and patient needs the same way. And then, you know, I think change will continue doing what uh, what we do uh, and, and continue to focus on those elements. But but ultimately to to bring it all together on behalf of the, um, the patient. 
And so, uh, you know, just, and then yeah, I guess we're at the final closing thoughts, uh, portion. So, you know, you know, what I think might be good as far as just a, a way to wrap up is, you know, so you've been, again, been doing at this for a while. You've seen a lot of, a uh, lot of success. I'm sure a lot of lessons learned. What would be the, the one to two things that you say, you know, for, for people listening, you know, uh, who, who want to take this journey, but maybe haven't or still early, what, you know, any, any two cents or, or words of wisdom that you would want to pass along? Oh goodness, I don't know if I have any words of wisdom, but we can definitely share uh, lessons learned because we've been fortunate in that ever since we launched the company, it was with, with a single goal, right? And that was uh, really about making it easier patients to get to the care they need and keep coming back. And so we've been fortunate that we haven't had to pivot, right? That our North Star as a company hasn't changed. And the way we do that, of course, for us translates to, okay, how do we truly unify and automate all patient journeys, operational, access, clinical, financial, right? You've kind of heard me come back to that uh, refrain common, uh, many times during our conversation here. But along that journey, we've made a crap ton of mistakes and, and, and uh, you know, I've had, have had things blow up in our faces spectacularly at times. And so uh, I guess what I can offer is that speed to impact is critical in healthcare, right? That there are tons of great ideas, lots of exciting technology, really, really good people who are well-intentioned and looking to really do the right thing, right, for the patient, for their families, for the organizations, which have to be good businesses, right, that are evolving from healthcare organizations involved in digital transactions to being digital companies that are lasting companies of consequences and delivering great healthcare and outcomes to the community and to their customers, right? Like, Everyone's, I think, is, is is fairly aligned there, but speed to impact, I think, has been one of the hardest things for every part of healthcare. And obviously, there's good reason for it in terms of, you know, you can use words like disrupt and transform in other industries, and it doesn't mean people's healthcare or livelihoods or life, right? At the end of the day, so obviously the the bar is very high when we think of making changes, delivering, you know, new innovation, etc. In healthcare, but speed to impact is critical. And so I think from our learnings here over the past eight years, it's been let's let's build really, really good product. Right. You know, we often joke about it and, and talk about one of our superpowers is just being really good at building hot new shit, but really doing it from the perspective of okay, this has to then directly impact patients. It directly has to make it easier for staff, care teams, providers, etc., to be able to do what they do. And so with that, I'd say it's understanding, okay, speed to impact is the right desired goal, but that requires really, really good product. It requires an understanding of the nuanced workflows, right? That this has to then impact because product alone doesn't mean it gets put into impact or action. And then I think a really, really important learning for us has been, um, there are really good pieces of technology in place. Some of them were built a long, long time ago, but they, you know, there are, take the electronic health record, for example, but they're part and parcel of how um, healthcare operates and works. And so integrating with those underlying systems of record and then also being able to allow for more connectivity and orchestration across those different pieces of technology, that becomes, I think, like, you know, the, the final ingredient into speed to impact. And I think that's what's, uh, again, I'll come back to our partnership. That's what's really exciting is we have two leaders coming together in our respective domains and areas of focus, but the focus is on speed to impact, speed to impact, speed to impact that requires those three key ingredients.
My thanks to Adnan Iqbal for being on the show today and showing us how Luma Health is changing the way people receive healthcare with mobile-first solutions that drive patient engagement. Thanks to you as well for listening. Please remember to leave a review and subscribe. I'm Patrick Drury, and this has been Changing Healthcare, a podcast about accelerating transformation. Thank you.